Hey friends, I know I'm starting this episode off a little bit different than you're used to. All 21 episodes were started off with music and an intro to the episode. This week, I'm doing an intro to the intro to let you know that towards the end of season two, which is about seven episodes away, I will be doing a Q&A episode. It's something a little bit different that I've not done before, but I really like the idea of doing it. And I'm hoping between now and then you guys will have plenty of time to catch up on any old episodes you haven't listened to or to just send me any questions that you've had throughout these two seasons that I've done and send them my way. So the easiest way it's going to be to get your questions to me is through um, instant messenger Oh, wow, I just dated myself. Instant Messenger. (laughs) That's funny. Facebook Messenger (laughs) or uh, Instagram Messenger. Uh, Or, you know, maybe some of you guys still have AOL Instant Messenger. I'm not sure. But that will be the easiest way to get your questions to me. So make sure you send those my way in the next few weeks. And I will be happy to answer them for you. I may not have the best answer or all the answers, but I will do some research and find something for you. And I want you to know that these questions can be about anything. So it can be about something that you've heard in my podcast that you have a question on. Maybe you have a question for somebody else that I can try and get that for you. Or maybe it's just a question about being a mom or a wife or a friend and um, some things that I do in the real world. So whatever questions you may have, make sure you're sending them my way, whichever way is easiest for you to send them to me. I can't wait to hear from you guys and all of your questions that you have. This week on episode 22, it's just going to be me here again, friends. No one to interview with, but that's okay. This week, I want to talk a little bit about Psalm 23. In my small group, we are doing a study by Louis Giglio called Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table, and he talks about Psalm 23. And there was a section in there this past week when I was doing my studying and talking about it that really resonated with me. And then um, Sunday at church, it kind of hit me again. So I just want to dig into a little section of that with you this week. And I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that it resonates with you as well. podcast family let's get started in talking about psalm 23 so like i said this is something that my small group has been working through a study by louis giglio called don't give the enemy a seat at your table and we're only a couple weeks into it but it's been really great so far and i love reading bible studies or doing bible studies about scriptures that i've done before And it just gives it a different perspective. And sometimes it's about the perspective. And when we look at something a different way or someone shows us a different way to look at something, I think it it can shine a completely different light on what we've read our whole lives. 
So Psalm 23 is probably something you've heard before, even if you didn't realize it was Psalm 23. And honestly, like I've heard this passage, but I couldn't have told you like, oh, hey, that's Psalm 23. Um, and I, it's on cute decor at Hobby Lobby, and I've seen it on t-shirts and walls and houses and all different kinds of things. So even if you don't realize it's Psalm 23, you've probably seen it somewhere or heard somebody say something, but maybe not, and this will be the first time you hear it. So I'm going to start by just reading through it, and then I'll kind of dig into the different pieces that have really uh, stuck out to me in a different way than when I had to memorize it in BBS. So Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So one of the parts that I love about this verse um, is just that it's talking about the goodness of God. And I think in those moments when we forget how good God is, Psalm 23 is a really good chapter to go back to and just read it. And remind yourself that he restores our soul. He leads us in paths of righteousness. Even though we walk through the valley, he's there to comfort us. He prepares a table for us. He anoints our head with oil. Our cup overflows. His goodness and his mercy will follow us all of the days of our life. And I think that there's times in those valleys, in the valley of the shadow of death that we walk through in life, that we forget the goodness of God. I know I'm guilty of forgetting the goodness of God. And sometimes we feel alone and we do feel scared, but going back to verses, um, I think help us battle the enemy and it helps build our confidence and our faith. And so one thing we were talking about when we were doing our Bible study was talking about the ways that um, Jesus warded off the enemy or fought against the enemy whenever he was trying to tempt him. And he uses scripture. And I think that when we use scripture in a way to fight the enemy, um, we were victorious. And so... I just think that it's a really good habit to form to read these different things. And sometimes you might just go back to the same verse over and over again, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's been times I've been laying in bed or going through something, and I can only think of one verse, like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I think so many people know that one, and it's used all the time. But if that's the only thing that comes to your mind, say it. Say it out loud. Say it to yourself. Say it over and over again. Whatever you need to do. And I just think overall, Psalm 23 is just so good for that. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He he makes me lie down in green pastures. And 
just reciting that to yourself and in moments where you feel defeated and you feel like there is nothing good in this world and that you don't see any goodness in your life, just read this and remind yourself that there is goodness and God is good. And that's not where I really wanted to go with all of this, but there's that tangent for you to start. Um, the part that I really wanted to hone in on uh, that's really stuck out to me in a different way than normal is verse 4. And it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And the one word in this verse that could totally change how this verse reads is through even though I walk through the valley. And in the Bible study, Louis Giglio points this out too, and he says that that verse doesn't say to, even though I walk to the valley and he's with me on the way there. No, it says that even though I walk through the valley. And I think there's a couple different things that you could get out of this. You could get out the fact that God doesn't just walk us to the valley and say, peace man, you're on your own. Uh, good luck, I'll meet you on the other side. He's, he walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. And then I think the other thing in here is the fact that we will walk through a valley at some point in our lives. It doesn't say, even if I walk through a valley, he's there. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Because friends, I'm sure all of you know this, just like I've experienced it in my life. No matter how deep the valley is, some seem deeper than others. We will walk through a valley. Maybe you're walking through a valley right now. Part of me feels like I'm walking through a valley right now. And even though we're there, so is God. He is with us in the valley. And he walks with us through the valley. And he gets, sees us through to the other side. And I think sometimes it feels like that God just walked us up to the valley and was like, all right, you got this. You know, we've been working for it. You've been doing great. You're going to make it through and I will be there. I will be the light at the end of the tunnel. But that's not what it says here. That's not what it says. And it feels that way sometimes, but that's not truth. The truth is that God walks with you through the valley. There will be valleys, probably lots of them. You've probably already walked through lots of them, and unfortunately, there will be more to come. And that's okay, because that's part of life. And those valleys would seem a lot more treacherous to me if I didn't remind myself that God is there to comfort me, that I shouldn't fear evil, because he's with me. And he's comforting me and he's guiding me with his rod and his staff and showing me the way. And that in those valleys, and 
Louis Giglio gets into this a lot more, but in those valleys, he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Like when, when we are surrounded by enemies, when we are surrounded by things in life that just feel like they're not going to go away, God says, you know what, I'm here. And you know what, while I'm here, why don't we sit down and eat for a second? Let's just enjoy each other's company. And what an invitation that so many of us, including myself, have passed up on in the past. To sit down and just spend time with God and let Him anoint our head with oil so our cup overflows in the, even in the valley that we know that His goodness and His mercy are following us. They're with us. And I just... This is something that has just kept coming up to me, that that concept that God doesn't just walk with us to the valley, but he walks with us through the valley. And it's something that I've needed a reminder myself, like I say almost every week, that the stuff that I'm sharing with you guys is stuff that I need too. And it's stuff that has touched me and has helped me, and so I want it to help you also. And so I just think that this week that you guys read this on your own. Sit down and read it on your own and write down what it means to you. Write down the different pieces that are important to you in this verse. Like maybe the first part, the very first verse, is something that you need. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Is there something that you're wanting today? Is there something that you've been wanting and you've been desiring maybe it's materialistic things you want a new house you want a new dining room table you want a new car you know there's things that we want physically tangible things and then there's things that we want that we can't hold on to like love or peace or joy and I personally don't think that there's anything wrong. It's human nature to want those things. But because the Lord is our shepherd, we don't have to want because he fulfills our desires. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. But the thing that I think about too in this verse is the Lord being our shepherd. And, you know, I kind of talked about this in my testimony that about the 99 and the sheep and that he is our shepherd, but we're sheep. We're imperfect sheep. And although we shouldn't want, we do want. And although he makes us lie down in green pastures, we might only sit there for five minutes and then get back up and go do what we want to do. And even though he leads us beside still waters, we don't always take a drink. And there's so many things that he's our shepherd. And all of these things are things that he's promising to us that he will do for us. If we allow him to be our shepherd and if we allow him to shepherd us. And so... Like I said, I would just, I encourage you to go through this verse, and I think I will do the same. 
and just write down different things like, am I wanting and what is it that I'm wanting and how can God fulfill that? And where's the green pastures that I need to just lie down in and rest? And he leads me beside the still waters to restore my soul. And why don't I just take a moment to just take a drink of the water and allow him to restore my soul. Allow him to lead me in paths of righteousness. Allow him to walk with me through the valley of the shadow of death. I think sometimes we let ourselves do it alone. Maybe it's because we think he's not going to do all of the things he says he's going to do. Maybe it's because we think that we can do it better. Maybe it's because we think our wants are higher than what he wants for us. Whatever it may be, you know, I think we tend to think that we know better and I think Psalm 23 tells us that we don't because he's our shepherd we shouldn't want and he prepares a table for us and that all of the days of our lives we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever if we want to and that all of these promises are things that are there for us if we'll just follow the shepherd listen to the shepherd because he knows things that are good for us and just like with sheep the sheep don't always see the wolf coming but the shepherd knows to protect them anyway the sheep might not see the valley ahead but the shepherd does and the shepherd can guide them away from the valley if they'll follow and I'm not saying that's the case every time because, you know, we do live in a fallen world and there are things in life that are going to happen that aren't good, that aren't fun. But even as sheep, even as we walk to the valley and we get to the valley and we go through it, because valleys are going to happen even as we go through them, he knows and he's there with us. And so... This week, I just challenge you guys. I know the last couple have been shorter, um, but I, I think that I just want you guys to, what my ideal thing would be for some of these episodes, and not all of them are set up this way, but the last couple have been, that I would just challenge you that as you listen to these, after you listen, to go do some digging yourself because that is one thing that I can say where I noticed the biggest change in my life when I stopped allowing other people to be the sole source of how I received God and I went and found him myself and spent time with him myself Church is great. Small groups are phenomenal. Christian friends that can give you direction and words of wisdom 
are gifts from God. All of those are great things that we have access to. But get to know your shepherd for yourself. And so this week, that's what I challenge you with, to just go back to Psalm 23 and read about your shepherd. Read about the Lord and all of the things that he has for us if we'll just follow him. And know that whatever valley you are in or you feel like you're coming up to or you just got out of, God's there. God's in the valley. He walks with us through it. And if we let him lead us, we won't fear. And his goodness and his mercy will follow us all of the days of our life. It's not always going to be perfect. But there is one thing that will always be there, and that's God. Thanks for being here this week, friends. I appreciate all of you. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I will be doing a Q&A towards the end of season two. So make sure you Facebook message me, instant message me, or, you know, depending on how old you are, instant message me, apparently. Your questions, I look forward to hearing them. And as always, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends if you loved it. I would really appreciate it. I know um, some of you have shared them and I really appreciate those of you that do. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a friend. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And I hope that you will go out and read Psalm 23 for yourself and make some notes. Let's live free and love well. Mm -hmm.